God promises in Joel 2.28 to pour out His Spirit on all humanity. Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for that promised outpouring and we equip for that outpouring so that we may engage in that very outpouring. I'm Philip Buss. And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us again uh, our dear friends Bruce and Reshma Allen. They've just been with us for the School of the Supernatural Translation by Faith and we're going to just have a wonderful conversation about what God did in this school and what we can look forward to in the days to come as the Lord is pouring out His Spirit on all flesh. Welcome to the podcast today. We're so happy that you're with us. And before we get started, we want to encourage you to go to our website, globaloutpouring.net. And if you haven't already done so, please click on the subscribe button so that we can stay in touch with you and you can know more about what we're doing by what we write. And we encourage you to write back to us and let us know what God is doing in your life as a result of this podcast. Our email address is feedback at globaloutpouring.org. So Bruce and Reshma Allen, we're so happy to have you with us on this podcast again. And we have had such a good time with with you and with uh, Michael and Gordana Van Vlyman. The Lord really poured out His Spirit on all of us yes, in in the in the school, and um, I, I'd like to hear your thoughts about it because you've done schools before, and uh, just give us kind of an overview, if you would, of what the Lord is doing through this school and how He's preparing His people for what's coming in these next days. Uh, you know, the school to me, as I've been saying, is that was one of the best ones I feel that that we've ever done. There was such a drawing by the people, a pulling of the people they wanted. I mean, the passion level was exceptional. Glory to God. And then I was able to share a lot of things I've never shared at any other school because I felt the liberty and the time. And uh, it it was just powerful. I, I know that I was looking forward to this. Reshma and I are both looking forward to this particular school. We just had a sense in our spirit there's something that's shifting, and it was going to start there. And so my expectation and what I'm witnessing through the testimonies we received is that um, this is going to start be becoming more of the norm for a lot of believers. Amen. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's great to be in on the ground floor, but I'm ready to Zoom with the rest of everybody else. How about you, Rish? Yes, uh, great to be with you all. And um, we were, like Bruce said, we were really looking forward to this school. And um, in my spirit, I had this excitement. I knew that God had something very special in store for all those who were coming. And there were others that wanted to come. The place was full, so they weren't able to come. But... Um, those who came, I believe that God had them there for a purpose. And the testimony is just the excitement in people. And the whole week, I believe it also had to do with the grounds that we were at, global outpouring. Because you guys have poured prayer and for years and yeah. years and years in that place. So the atmosphere in that place is just pregnant. Yeah. 
It's open. It's like a thin place. And uh, as you come in, people enter in. Like uh, one of the testimonies that I was reading, I just read only a few of them uh, because we just got done with the school and yesterday we came home. So one of the testimonies I read that really touched my heart, this person really wanted to come, but this fear tried to enter this person. And they weren't sure because they have been to other places where uh, supernatural things have been talked about, but it wasn't what they were expecting. So they had a fear, but they felt really strongly to come. And to a point, this person said that they were shaking. That's how fearful they were. Mm -hmm. They weren't sure, but they felt by the spirit of God to come. And they came and they said, as soon as they entered, into the school as we started all this fear lifted Praise God. and they just entered in and uh, God did amazing breakthrough in their hearts and in their minds and the spirit of God just opened up the heavens mm-hmm. and they were so blessed and so filled and they were so great that they came. So uh, I'm looking forward to reading more testimonies and finding out, uh, you know, because everybody wrote their experience down. So, um, we were just blessed to being there. Very much. Very yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, praise God. See, yeah. Hearing a testimony like that <laughs> makes me realize even more, this is something the, the Lord wants released. It's something the devil absolutely does not want released. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because an assignment of a spirit of fear is, uh, yeah, he's trying to stop people from entering into the fullness of the promise. And also people are looking for a clarity right now. Because the word supernatural has become such a catchphrase mm-hmm. in a Christianity for past 10, 15 years. Everybody's having all kinds of encounters and there is a lot of chatter about supernatural and people are entering into supernatural experiences. And also the world, also we see it in the world. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of activity about supernatural and there's yeah. movies, yeah. there's books. So we are bombarded with all mm-hmm. kinds of supernatural uh, stories and experiences. So people, even in the churches, are questioning. They're wanting to know what the truth of the word is on supernatural. Mm-hmm. And they are hearing stories. There are books written. People are giving testimonies. And they're wanting to know if this is really God. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh-huh. Because we know that enemy can also come in, you know, as an angel of light and create all kinds of supernatural activities. Yeah, right. So, so teaching from the word of God, the truth is so important. Many times when we go and do these schools, after we are done, people are so grateful for the foundation of the word of God yes, that we just not is. only talk about supernatural stories, but we share from the word of God and also the caution that the Lord has also laid in the word of God. Yes, and mm-hmm. and that's what I appreciate about this about your ministry so much, and that's the reason why we had you here because we really wanted to make sure that this was only something that has its its foundations deeply rooted in the scriptures, deeply rooted with with uh, I love what you what you were teaching Reshma about discernment. 
Yeah. And mm-hmm. when's the last time you other than in the school, when's the last time you heard a message about discernment? You know, it, it's just not out right. there. And there's so much out there that needs to be discerned. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And and you need to have the leading of the Holy Spirit. You need to have the the, the clarity of the Word of God and the plumb line of the Word of God. Yeah, the plumb line. That's, it's it's so uh-huh. important. And, and, you know, we've we've had people that have said, I think you're getting into witchcraft. I think you're getting it. But I loved what, uh, what Michael Van Vlyman shared about, when he was when he was beginning to come into some of these supernatural experiences and you know he got a strong rebuke from the lord the lord sent an angel and said stop doing this for your own amusement you could get into witchcraft wow uh-huh that's right wow. so exactly. you know this that's what i so appreciate about this school and about about your teachings you are anchoring it in the word yeah. anchoring anchoring mm-hmm. i mean we couldn't write fast enough to get <laughs> to get even the references yeah. for the scriptures you were using yeah. It was powerful. Yeah, it's amazing the scriptures dealing with this, you know, content. You know, the, that you you read them but you don't you don't, you know, understand the full understanding of them. Yeah, there's there's yeah. revelation when you yeah. begin to link them together yeah. on on the subject and and uh you know, you you start to get into understanding in a deeper way what what the Bible is all about and how how this is this is this is normal Christian, Christian. living. Yeah, this is right. you know the Lord. I don't I don't remember honestly whether it was something that I heard someone else say and it just went into me like an arrow as a truth, um, or whether I heard the Holy Spirit say it just to me. I mean, I, it could have been through somebody else's mouth, but it was the Holy Spirit. I, I heard him say that what's coming is the Book of Acts on steroids. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. So anything that you see in the book of Acts of miracles and signs and wonders and, you know, translation is in there. Um, also persecution is too. Uh, but all of these things <laughs> yeah. are, are going to be like the harvest version of the right. seed form that was, that was in the book exactly. of Acts. I feel like the, the book of Acts was the first fruits where you, you get the first first ripe grain and you get there's just a few stalks and you, yes. you get, gather that up and you wave that before the Lord before the rest of the harvest comes in. And I mm-hmm. feel like we're seeing it, this end of the age harvest of even miracles. Yeah. Right. Well, a revelation of miracles of every past move of God. Mm-hmm. We're coming to that place of maturity that is... And the Lord taught me that years ago. Every story in the Bible was the seed. Yes. Mm. Wow. And at the end of the age, that seed comes to maturity. Wow. Mm-hmm. So so here we are. We're the benefactors of every previous generation that's gone before us. Yeah. And if we just agree with God and step out in faith, we're going to walk in extraordinary things. Yes. Praise God. Amen. I believe it. Hallelujah. I believe it. So what do you see coming you, the Lord gave you this mandate to teach translation by faith for end time ministry. Well, as you can see in, in Europe right now, there's the saber rattling of war, and there's a there's a lot of uh, a lot of people very concerned that this is going to escalate into something else. And if you study uh, anything about uh, the former Soviet Union and Putin and all of that. 
he's testing the waters on how the world responds to what he's doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's also positioned himself. He's brought up uh, the command module, if you will, for all of his nuclear, uh, his nuclear arsenal. So it's online Mm -hmm. and he is not above preemptive strikes. So, and not to bring fear to people, but I'm saying some of the things the Lord showed me about geopolitical wars, um, the changes that are going on in the earth with the flooding and the drought and the earthquakes and the volcanoes, it's only going to increase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the purpose of the mandate the Lord gave me, and he's, he even reiterated it this morning to me in my private time, is that when nobody can travel, not just because of a uh, mandate by a government, but because of everything in the world, and it's impossible it's not going to be impossible for those who are called of God to accomplish what God wants done. Mm-hmm. And I think the world's going to be very surprised by those that God has uh, released revelation to and is using in this. It's not going to be the, and I use these terms to, to, to lighten the mood a bit, but not the Steve stunning evangelists or the prophet profound. It's going to be everyday people. That's right. Yeah. Who are passionate for God and want to see his will accomplished. And it's, it's begun, it's going to increase, and of course, as darkness increases, the glory of God that's rising upon us is going to increase, and that's going to bring in a, a final great harvest. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Praise God. I, love I believe that God is preparing us. I think so the level is getting uh, intensified now. Everything is getting intensified all around us in all levels. So we also have to pay attention. We cannot just go about our lives as usual. Carelessly. Carelessly the way we used to be, because Matthew 24 talks about, Jesus talks about wars, rumors of wars, and all these kinds of things will happen, Mm -hmm. but it's not time yet for his return. But at the same time, he's asking us to, pay attention and be prepared. The question is when everything is intensified, how are we going to respond? What our response is going to be? Are we prepared? Are we prepared to face the world with all these things uh, happening and intensifying nations, natural disasters, shortages, and even uh, all kinds of happenings in the supernatural, in the churches, there's upheaval in the churches. People are so divided on so many mm-hmm. basic issues. And if we are divided on basic issues, basic truth of the Bible, how are we going to function? I believe this school, in these schools, the Lord is really preparing us to uh, go to that next level and be prepared in all different ways, just in not in one way. And um, that's what I feel. And and people right now, even the ones that are coming to school, they're just um, so hungry. They're saying there is more. There is more in God. You know, how do we function in this hour? Mm-hmm. You know, simple things and being able to hear the voice of God. And if we have a supernatural dream, being able to interpret the dream when we see the visions of god when he starts showing us things to come are we able to interpret them correctly because the way we interpret the way we respond people are watching you know it's i believe is so important 
that if we are prepared and ready and correctly interpret what the Lord is doing, what's happening in the world, our families are going to be saved through that. Our neighbors, yes, people yes. around us, they need us. Yeah, they need yeah. God's people to arise because we see in the Old Testament that whenever there was uh, upheaval, the kings knew the prophets. They knew to bring the prophets of God to the kingdom and say, help us to interpret. Mm-hmm. Help us to make sense of what is going on. What, what is what is your God saying? They recognize the true God in the prophets. And I believe we have come to that point. It's like the the church has been like a frog, you know, then the put it in the pot and then turn the heat up mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. for the last so many years. But but by the time it gets to boil, the frog is cooked. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and but the awakening. You know, even like there's been, you know, the spiritual awakening is starting. The people are they're awakening in the spirit finally, almost, I'll say almost too late, but it, it's taken a long time, unless you're just in a real dead denomination or anything, to see that things are happening fast that they're not prepared for. That's true. You know? But right. nothing's too hard for God. No. No. And and I think, I think, uh, I think the Lord kind of delights in letting things go to where it's absolutely impossible like like on the shores of the red sea with the red sea in front of you and pharaoh's armies behind you and it's absolutely impossible yeah and then god shows up and does something that's so supernatural so beyond anybody's imagination who would have thought that god would part Part the the red Red sea Sea. yeah Wow. That's right. And 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 what is he going to do in these days? That's beyond our imagination. I mean, one mm-hmm. of the things that we were talking about in the school was was developing your sanctified imagination to let the Holy Spirit lead you in your mm-hmm. imagination and that's the bridge to go over into uh into seeing in the spirit and and uh discerning in the spirit and 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 having experiences in the spirit that that go beyond uh just your imagination yeah but that's where it starts i, I remember some story years ago this this man you know he was translated in the spirit and he was disarming some missiles i think it was do you remember that he was yes. working yeah. with the war disarming the missiles where they they yeah. wouldn't work so maybe maybe you, you won't just be going to a um a country somewhere you might be going somewhere to disarm a nuclear bomb it's true you it know. could be it, it, and could. and if we can imagine it it's nothing harder it's yeah. it, i mean god's going to do beyond our imagination i mean you don't have to be a rocket scientist if the holy spirit is taking you <laughs> true <laughs> yeah, and that's say, why the lord the lord has kept telling me eye has not seen ear has not heard yes neither has it entered into the heart of man what god's prepared well that's exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or think. Well, quite a few years ago, the Lord said, I want you to start believing for things you've never seen and never heard. Amen. Uh, how can I believe for something I've never seen or never heard? And then it finally, I finally got the revelation. I live in constant expectation of a supernatural interruption. Yes. Oh, I love that. Yes. That's good. So, and so that's kind of where I, I am. Anytime we get together, as we shared at the school, I'm expecting supernatural interruptions. Everybody should write that in the front of their Bible, mm-hmm. you know, and open <laughs> up to page one and read that, you know, and you know, this, this is the God, this is God. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep, basic basic Christianity 101. That's wow. exactly it. Wow. Yeah. You know, we've we have we have so dumbed it down. You know, we've so been dumbed down that mm-hmm. that our expectations have been so low that it, that it's all about as though it's really all about um just getting people to heaven. Was it I forget who it was. Was it Bobby Connor or I don't remember? I don't remember who said it. Um, maybe it was even said during the school that you were quoting somebody that that said all you need is two people, one to lead them to the to the uh, to the Lord, and and an assassin to oh. take them out. Because if it's all about just getting people to heaven, just get them saved and shoot them. <laughs> oh yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was Michael. I remember now. Uh-huh. Oh, that was. That Do you remember who he Michael. was quoting? I don't remember who, but that was my cousin said it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's obvious that that's not what it's all about. It's not just about getting people to heaven when they die. It's mm-hmm. about the kingdom of heaven on earth. We've been praying it for generations and generations. Yeah. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, yeah. on earth, on earth as yeah. it is in heaven. And yeah. what are we made of? What are our bodies made of? We're made of earth. Yeah. You know, we thank God for people that they get saved on their deathbed, but their whole life they could have been used for the kingdom, mm-hmm. you know. Right. And there's yeah. an adversary trying to keep them from yeah. fu- being fulfilled. And I also believe that uh, I was just thinking about Philip as we were talking that um, there are seasons. The Bible says that the harvest is ripe mm-hmm. and, pl- you know, and, uh, that what is happening in our world today, even to do with this COVID, it's gotten the attention of the whole world. It's not about one country. There's upheaval, yes. cautions, strictions, all kinds of, uh, you know, things thrown out to the, so it's a whole world is at attention and people feel in their spirit that, that something is happening. Yeah. Something is happening. So people are questioning, they are crying out. And also people have had fear of death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. They had fear of death entering to them. And when, when are, we are pressured like that, we start questioning. There is more, there is something going on. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I believe the, the Lord is preparing his people because there is going to be a great harvest as there's going to be a great falling away. But there are people who are crying out to know God. They want to know. And like looking at Philip's story, there was a man, you know, traveling down the road far away. And he was just reading the Bible and he was questioning in his heart. And here appears Philip and God uses him. And wasn't he just having a great revival in a different place? First great revival in the Bible. Mm. Right. Mm. The same way I say to the Lord, there are people out there in the world who are searching for you, Lord. They're questioning, they're reading the Bible. What is about this Christian God that's different? And uh, I believe that God is going to use us. Yes. Yes. It doesn't matter if we're there physically or God takes us in the spirit, but he wants to use us. That's why he's preparing us. If we, do not know and recognize the supernatural God, then how can he use us? Mm-hmm. We have to be prepared and say and believe in our hearts. Yes, he is a supernatural God. Yes, he can walk on the water. Yes, he can take us there, you know, and if we are prepared, he will take us and use us. Amen. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. You know, I think that this is, um, this is something that I have been mulling over for some years now about, 
how when Jesus instituted the Holy Communion and he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many years it was that I just assumed that that was, you know, you, you, as a child, you think New Testament, New Covenant, it just means the book. Uh, so somehow, mm -hmm. somehow yeah. this cup has something to do with the book. And then I discovered Jeremiah 31, starting with verse 31, I think uh, to maybe to 35, where he talks about the new covenant that God is going to do with Israel and Judah. And of course, we as Gentiles have been grafted in and we don't replace Israel, but we've been grafted into the promises. So the promises are that, number one, you will be my people and I will be your God. I will blot out your sins. That you know, we hear that part in yeah. the evangelism. Uh -huh. And we hear about we hear about having a personal relationship with Jesus. And so you hear uh you know, people who have prayed the sinner's prayer, well, I have a personal relationship with Jesus. But one of the things that that is promised is that we will know him. Hmm. Know him to the point where nobody has to go around and say no God. You know, yeah. you need to come and know God. And, well, I know him. I have a relationship with him. I'm, I'm communing with him. And and the other thing is is that he would write his his word, his law, into our hearts and into our minds. Yeah, and mm -hmm. even as Paul said, that I may know him and know the power of his resurrection. Yes. And that's where we're we, at now. We are so far below. Mm -hmm. What is that? Explain that. That's, that's, your, that's your scripture, Jeremiah 30, oh. 1, 32, <laughs> with all of the word of God going into the heart or coming out of the heart. Oh, that's a picture that, right. you, that you held yeah. up. Okay. Oh, yeah. wow. That's tremendous. That, and that's, that's what God wants to do in us. And, and how little of that message are we really getting in evangelism? Right. We, but what does it really mean to know him? Well, all you, all you have to do is look up that word that speaks of the intimacy between a husband and a wife that talks about coming back to that level of bridal relationship that Adam and Eve had with God walking in the cool of the garden. Right. Exactly. So he's, he's promising us to come back into this unity that has been so void or so missing in the church and in the world. Mm -hmm. Right. But <clears throat> I, I believe what I'm trying to say also that, yes, there are a lot of people that said, yes, there is God. Mm -hmm. We know him. That's it. There is a God. We know him. We have a relationship. But what does it entail? What does this kingdom represent? All the different facets of God, different ways he can use us in the manifestation. The, if you look at the supernatural in the Bible, there are mm -hmm. so many different ways God uh, came and showed himself. Mm -hmm. And then we have to believe in our heart that he can supernaturally step in in any way he wants in according to the word of God, different ways. So there is so much more to knowing God and, uh, and functioning with him in his kingdom as one is so beautiful and so amazing. There are mysteries that we don't even know. And it's part of his kingdom 
it's it's just such a beautiful thing like i was just remembering that lady that came and she was so desperate to come to the school and she drove hours and then she flew over to the school and she come there and she was surprised and she has been so opened up to the spirit of god and she was so excited she didn't know how to respond and what to do with herself she was so excited yeah because of her excitement and believing god for the supernatural thing so god is doing something for the hungry people all over wow it's amazing bring the bring the presence of the glory of god amongst so god's birthing something new in her is because she's anointed yeah it's yeah. going to be interesting to see what happens <laughs> yeah. very it's fun to watch i love to see people come alive in jesus especially in light of you know where i started with this revelation with a few hand, handful of people that you know, you get a hundred people and you might have 10 or 12 that kind of went, well, that's cool. But the rest were kind of like, uh, I don't know about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as the Lord has built this line upon line and precept upon precept and given greater insight and revelation over the years, I've come to the place of rest in the fact that it's not me. I couldn't have mm-hmm. thought this up in a billion years, but it's the foundation of the word and God keeps building. Yes. And so yes. what's even better as a teacher you get more revelation every time. Yes. Uh-huh. So we grow in this as there as people are hearing it for the first time, but we're hearing it for however many times we've done it, and it just the revelation keeps increasing. Yeah, amen. With yeah. the expectation, yeah. with the activation, all sorts of things. But isn't it also like restoring? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Restoring this truth of the word of God. That's always been there. Just like I'm just reminded many years ago, I read a book when uh, the restoring of um, Holy Spirit in the churches and in people hundred years ago, it was such a struggle for the church to even receive. They didn't know what it was. So people who were filled in the Holy Spirit, they got persecuted. Many of them were kicked out of the church. It's true. Yeah. A different yeah. truth of the word yeah. of God getting as mysteries. God, as God restored it. Yeah. Yeah. Restored mm-hmm. it. I think so. It's a restoring of the supernatural of the Lord in a. It is. And that should encourage us because, again, right. over the centuries, the enemy stole or blinded the eyes of the church to the, the genuine truth of the potential we have in Christ. And now it's being restored. So the, obviously, we're coming back to that place of being who God's created us to be. And the devil's schemes, though there are many, they're not winning. They're not going to win. Amen. Hallelujah. It's true. Uh, The the Lord spoke to me in my journal uh, the day after the school was over. And he took me to 1 John 3, 8. And I I looked at it in various translations and kind of picked out the words that that they used for, for different, for some of the different words in it. And and it's First uh, John three eight for this reason mm. or purpose was the son of was uh, the son of God appeared or uh-huh. was the son of God manifested revealed to destroy break up undo loose eradicate the works of the devil or accuser wow. Amen. and it's not only just that Jesus that was his purpose but once. Mm-hmm. You know, once we welcome him into our lives, it becomes our purpose because he's living inside of us yeah. and we're living inside of him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's just bow down, 
and submit to him and get out of the way so he can do what he's what he's his purpose is through mm-hmm. us in us uh, to to destroy and undo all of, and eradicate all these works of the devil Amen. and of the accuser. You know, this mm-hmm. accuser has been um, operating, trying to trying to keep us from coming into this revelation. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's it's just time for the lid to come off. Yeah, and, take the lid off. Yeah, take the lid off and let let God, <laughs> let God shine. Yes, you know the darkness is already. Oh, there's already gross darkness on the people, and mm-hmm. it's time for for God's people to stand up and shine. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Sounds like a preacher's building in you there. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just very, very, very encouraged that um, we have come into. A, a greater understanding of things that we've we've maybe seen glimmers of, um, mm-hmm. and and other things that we that were kind of a little mind blowing maybe that we weren't expecting, uh, but <laughs> but uh, you know this is about equipping the body, yeah, about mm-hmm. equipping God's people who are willing to follow Him passionately. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just what I, I, I so appreciate about your teaching is is the importance of passion. Can you just address that for a moment, Bruce? Passion, as I've studied over the years and as the Lord has taught me, passion's the key. Passion will carry you where faith is weak. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because even though your faith may flounder, your passion refuses to give up because you can't. And so... The examples I gave were blind Bartimaeus, his passion, Zacchaeus, his passion, Mary, her passion. It's all throughout the Bible. Mm-hmm. People of passion persevere until they till they reach that for which they've been seeking. So we have lost, I suppose others could say your first love, mm-hmm. but I, I think it's a little bit more. But passion is so, so intrinsic to progressing in the kingdom. Mm-hmm that we're willing to lay aside the distractions. I mean, let's face it, this technological world has more distractions than we can even imagine. That's true. Just go to any restaurant or any place out there. You're supposed to be share, fellowshipping with each other. And what's the distraction? Everybody's got their phone and they're looking at it. Mm-hmm. And that is a, that's a ploy of the devil. Yeah. To disconnect people from one another. Right. And so, one of the things that's going to happen in the not too distant future is the breakdown of the technology, especially in the, the arena of uh, communication. So we're going to have no no recourse but to find something else. And it's sad that these distractions and it's it's the work of the devil, but it's human nature that we're going to. Uh, it's going to be extremely difficult. So passion is key especially in the kingdom, especially in the kingdom. Study history. Mm-hmm. Only the people of passion ever uh, did something. Well, I got to be careful. The vast majority of those with passion had did things noteworthy in their lives. Mm-hmm. That history records. Mm-hmm. And we could just look at, I, I, I don't know why I was thinking of uh, George Washington. He was passionate for this nation and for his people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in the face of what looked like absolute total defeat, yeah, wouldn't quit. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what the Lord's trying to build within us, that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony, and even to the laying down of our life. Well, 
you're not going to get there without passion. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, give me liberty or give me death. That's passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on and on and on. So I encourage people to really just do a deep dive in the word and look at all the scriptures that deal with men and women of passion throughout scripture. And uh, that should spark something in all of us. It's true. Yes. Amen. Right. Would you pray for our listeners to get that passion ignited? I would be delighted. Father, I'm asking that that seed of passion that's within each one of us. Lord, I know that in your word, you teach in the book of Proverbs, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they're not depart from it. So father, whatever that seed of destiny is within each person, the calling that they have and, Lord, I'm asking you to move aside the the distractions or the wisdom of man that says, no, you shouldn't do that. You should do this. But Father, put them back to that place of focus where their heart was, where that seed of destiny is, and then fan the flame of of passion within them. Yes, Father. Lord, I thank you that you've created each one of us uniquely, and you're calling each one of us into a certain sphere, a metron of of calling that nobody else could fill like each individual can. And so father help each one of us to find exactly where we're supposed to be. And passion will be the natural outcome of pursuing that thing. So bless your people with this father. I pray in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Is there anything that you would recommend to our listeners that before they put their head on their pillow tonight, that would help them to find that seed of passion? Well, one of the things I do is, you know, every night I say, Lord, speak, I'm listening. Hmm. Mm-hmm. The other thing, I mean, however you want to phrase that, but Lord, be the author and finisher of my dreams tonight. Speak to me in the night season. Good. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when we receive a revelation from God or speak, you know, he speaks to us, there's something that sparks in us. Yes. So especially when it's personal and you don't have to have it through another individual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go to sleep with a prayer on your lips. Lord, I'm listening. Speak to me through the night season. And then have an expectation. He's going to do it. And passion will spring forth. Beautiful. Beautiful. And that's that's the beginning of a deeper walk of communion with the Lord and, and knowing him. Very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much. So I just want to encourage anyone who's listening, if you want to know more about Dr. Bruce and Reshma Allen, their website is stillwatersinternationalmissions.com, and you can find his books out there, and uh, Reshma will soon have a book out there. It's not <laughs> yes. ready yet, but it's coming. And, yes. and uh, you'll find that there's an online school that you can watch and, and uh, take in the things that that uh, that we're talking about and just keep growing in your relationship with the Lord and walking with him and have an expectation of the supernatural to take place in your life. Amen. And uh, yeah. keep your eye on our website for all the schools coming up. And we're excited. This year is going to be uh, amazing. The rest of it. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. We're looking Amen. forward to seeing what God is going to do. Amen. 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 If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with his overwhelming, loving presence.